Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. Welcome to episode 40 of the NFL Fantasy Today podcast. As always, I am your host, J.P. Sticko. This was a really interesting day. Okay, let me just fill you all in on the day that I had. Okay, I'm currently sitting in my car, right? My daughter's got ballet class, so I said, you know what? I'll get on the podcast, record something real quick. But today was 314. Okay, if anybody knows what 314, it's called Pi Day. Okay, and I work in a school. That's my full-time job. I am a school administrator. And for Pi Day, my math teacher decided that it would be a great, wonderful, fantastic idea if we have the students compete to see who can memorize the most numbers of pi. And the two top winners get to pie somebody. Okay? And it was her wonderful, fantastic idea that I was the person to get pied. So not only did I get pied, I have to wait here in the parking lot at a ballet class smelling. I stink like rotten, rotten whipped cream. But that was just my day. I really hope your day has gone a little bit smoother than my day did. But in all joking around, I love my students. They did a really good job today. I really enjoyed getting pied in the face twice. But let's get down to business. In this episode, episode 40, we're going to talk about a few quarterbacks that are either still available or quarterbacks that have signed with a team. So obviously, without further ado, the first quarterback that we will be talking about is Aaron Rodgers. The next will be Derek Carr. And then finally, we will finish with Jimmy G. This will be a shorter than usual episode. I just wanted to get on the podcast, throw something out, because I want to have my take. I want to have my time in the sun talking about Aaron Rodgers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's roll. So as news started to break with Aaron Rodgers, right, everyone was talking about where is Rodgers going to go? What is the best fit? Blah, 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 blah. And the one thing that really got under my skin, so I live down in South Carolina. Okay, but I'm originally, if you can't tell from my accent, I am from New Jersey. So I have a bunch of friends that are Jets fans. I'm a Giants fan. But the one thing that really bothered me was like everyone was talking about, why would Rodgers want to go to the New York Jets? Blah, 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 blah. Why wouldn't Aaron Rodgers want to go to the New York Jets? In 2022, the New York Jets had a really elite defense. But not only did they have an elite defense with rising stars such as Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, CJ Mosley, Quinnen Williams, John Franklin Myers. They have a really good defense. But not other not the only do they have a really good defense. The New York Jets are loaded with skill players. I love the two rookies that they drafted last year in Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. If you don't think Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are going to be stars in the NFL, you've never set eyes on an NFL football game before. These guys are explosive. They're dynamic. The New York football Jets were missing one thing and one thing only last year to make them a playoff team, and that was a quarterback. But to get them even a step further... They are going after a Hall of Fame quarterback 
some people would argue, the best to ever do it in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers obviously played for the Green Bay Packers. And prior to this season, he signed a three-year, $150.8 million contract extension with $101.5 million guaranteed. And his contract currently runs through 2026. So Aaron Rodgers, by no stretch of the means, is going to be cheap. However, the Packers did not see the future very well. It was to- Aaron Rodgers was trying to tell them, okay, I do not want to be in Green Bay any longer. But they threw enough money at him for him to be like, all right, fine, I'll stick around and let's see how this goes. But they endured one of the worst seasons that the Green Bay Packers had in a very long time. None of this needs to be put on Aaron Rodgers. None of this. Now, some would argue he didn't look the same. He didn't have uh, the same zip on his passes. But let's talk about his surrounding cast. They stunk. He did not have any weapons on the outside to throw to. Their running backs are good. Aaron Jones is good. And A.J. Dillon is good. But their receivers are brutal. Why would Aaron Rodgers work in New York? Well, the New York Jets went out and they signed Hackett to be one of their offensive coordinators. Okay, He went off to Denver, as we all know, last year, and it was an absolute disaster. Okay, now I don't really know what kind of coach this guy Hackett is, right? I don't. Looking at him at Denver, he looks like he stinks. However, if Roger likes him and Rogers wants him to be his offensive coordinator, the New York Jets did themselves a favor by signing Hackett. But if you look back and we go back in some time, right? The Broncos, I mean, isn't that the reason why Hackett was signed by the Broncos to begin with, right? Didn't they really have their eyes set on Aaron Rodgers? But the uncertainty around his future playing status really scared them away. So they had to resort to Russell Wilson. My question to you is, if you're the New York football Jets, shouldn't you be a little bit nervous about how long Aaron Rodgers has left in the tank? Shouldn't you be a little bit nervous that every offseason Aaron Rodgers is going to go take a trip to the woods and find himself in a dark cave just to make a decision whether he wants to play football or not in the following year? That worries me. That really worries me. And to put this much stock into an older quarterback means the New York football Jets are in a win now mode. And hey, why not, right? In the NFL, it is hard to win a Super Bowl. So why not go for it whenever you get a chance at a Super Bowl caliber quarterback to surround with young, young talent? The other question I have for you is Aaron Rodgers actually washed? Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. He's an 18-year veteran. In 2020, he threw for 4,299 yards, 48 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, and he was sacked just 20 times. MVP season. 2021, he threw for 4,115 yards, 37 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, and he was sacked 30 times. And this past season, in 2022, Aaron Rodgers threw for 3,695 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and he was sacked 32 times. Aaron Rodgers is not washed. 
26 and 12 for TD to interception ratio for almost 4,000 yards in a in a season where he didn't wasn't healthy had nobody around him. He lacked that alpha wide receiver. He was throwing to a bunch of average at best NFL wide receivers, guys, all season long. Long. Not only average at best, two of them were rookies. And Rodgers wasn't at training camp. However, at the age of 39 and always considering retirement by going into these quote-unquote darkness retreats, is he worth the risk of having to give up possibly multiple first-round picks for a 39-year-old NFL quarterback who may not be there for longer than a year? Derek Carr just signed a four-year deal worth $150 million with the New Orleans Saints, including a 28-5 signing bonus and a $100 million guarantee and an average annual salary of $37,500,000. So I have these numbers, as you could tell, written on paper. These are absurd numbers. Like, not, not absurd in terms of, like, a Derek Carr and his ability. Just looking at these numbers on paper and how many zeros are behind these numbers, and we're talking about playing a sport is, to me, is wild. Is, is like, really sit down, guys, and look at these contracts and put the font at, like, size 15 and really break down these numbers. These are wild numbers. But I do firmly believe Derek Carr is a massive upgrade for the New Orleans Saints. In 2020, he went was threw for 4,103 yards, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. 2021, 4,804 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. And 2022, 3,522 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. I do not want to spend too long here on Derek Carr. Really, the only thing I have to say here in terms of Derek Carr, if I was the New York Jets, I probably would have went after Carr a little bit more aggressive than I had, that they had gone after Derek Carr. Um, I understand they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers and waiting for Aaron Rodgers, but everybody else is gone now. Derek Carr is gone. I'm about to talk about Jimmy G in a second. So the New York Jets have really backed themselves in a corner. And do you think the Green Bay Packers are dumb? They know that the Jets are now backed in the corner. They know now they can leak the New York Jets for every single thing in terms of what they could get for Aaron Rodgers in a trade. So let's remember that. They probably could have gotten Derek Carr with the same exact numbers as he got in New Orleans. I really think Derek Carr would have been a huge upgrade in the New York Jets football team. And I think his his ability to play longer than a year, because we don't know what Rodgers is going to do, would have been a bigger upgrade, in my opinion, for the New York Jets. Now, the next year, first season, absolutely rather have Rodgers. I'm talking long-term outlook. I probably would have had would have rather had Derek Carr. Now, let's talk about Jimmy G. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo has just signed a three-year, sixty-seven point five million dollar contract, including thirty-four million dollars guaranteed, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels reignite, reunites with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, obviously, Josh McDaniels is known for his time in New England. Jimmy Garoppolo backed up 
Tom Brady and even started a bunch of games for the New England Patriots from 2014 to 2017. He has won two Super Bowl rings with McDaniels, obviously, as the backup, but he also reunites with general manager Dave Ziegler, who really came out and says that he loves Jimmy Garoppolo. Both McDaniels and Ziegler, while they were in New England, served as director of pro scouting and director of personal of pro personnel during his time in New England. So what that means is McDaniels and Ziegler have a huge history of knowing what Jimmy G does good, what Jimmy G doesn't do too well, and what Jimmy G stinks at. And they said, with the construction of this Las Vegas roster, we believe that Jimmy G is the right fit here in Las Vegas. I'm a big Jimmy G guy. I think just Jimmy G does the right things and doesn't make his mistakes. Now, obviously, he may overthrow a receiver here or there, but when you're throwing to Devontae Adams, it's pretty damn hard to overthrow Devontae Adams. Garoppolo went on to appear in three NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl with San Francisco. And his 57 games in a 49ers uniform, Garoppolo had a passer rating of 99.2. He threw for a total of 13,599 yards, 82 touchdowns, and 42 interceptions. He had a record of 38-17 and and won four of his six playoff games in San Francisco. The guy just wins. Jimmy Garoppolo just wins. He never gets enough credit, but this guy just wins. You can say all you want about how good San Francisco's defense was. They relied on the defense. They relied on the run. Of course they did. But is that Jimmy G's fault? No. He's a system quarterback. And I really think he's going to do very well in Las Vegas. Do I want him in fantasy? Probably not. Right? Because I really think that Las Vegas, what they're going to do here is they're going to rely on Josh Jacobs. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball to Adams. Throw the ball to Waller. And they're going to call it a day. Okay? In 2022... Uh, oh, sorry, wrong sheet here. But I personally think, you know, this is really a good ad, right? Like, he just wins. He doesn't need to throw the ball 30-plus times a game. They can rely on Josh Jacobs. Adams should be dropped a tad in your fantasy football rankings because I don't think Jimmy G throws the ball enough to rely on Adams as a top two wide receiver, but I'm slightly moving him down for, until further notice because I may just squeak him back up there. I think Devontae Adams is the, one of, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL, and he deserves to be drafted in fantasy that way. Josh Jacobs, again, like I just mentioned, is going to be featured once again, and he is somebody I will be targeting here if the price is right. What's that? Oh, baby. Whoa, Nally. I am watching. Sleeper app just popped up on my phone because I'm recording from my phone here. And, yep, Waller to the New York football giants. This is why I'm talking about Las Vegas here. And now Waller gets traded to the New York football giants. Let's go, G-Man. Okay, let's see. Uh, they traded a third-round pick, which is basically trading... Waller for Kadarius Tony. They flipped Tony for Darren Waller. I think this is an unbelievable move for the New York Football Giants. This is exactly what the ball wants. Think about it. 
They throw to the tight ends all the time in the red zone. Waller is a big target. He gets up for the ball. This is a huge addition for Daniel Jones. The only question, of course, is keeping Darren Waller healthy and on the field. But when he is healthy, he's explosive. The Giants ranked in the bottom third in explosive plays last year. This is a huge add. I understand he costs a lot of money. But look at it this way. The New York football Giants are paying nobody at the wide receiver position. They're going to draft a young wide receiver. That means they're going to pay him a rookie contract. They have really not much money coming off the books at the wide receiver position. Obviously, they have the dead money from from Galladay's ridiculous contract. But what I'm trying to say is this is a great ad. I love this ad for the New York Giants. I think this gives them a whole other different element in the passing game. The play-action game is going to be beautiful. The delayed passes here that Waller's going to hold look like he's blocking play-action to Barkley. Dump it right over the back of the heads of the linebackers that hopefully crash in with a run. This is a great ad. As you can tell, I am pumped up about this ad. I think Darren Waller is going to be a great player for the New York football Giants. I cannot wait to update my tight end rankings now that I know that Darren Waller is a New York football Giant. Ooh, baby, I love what I'm seeing. I understand. I just saw that this news broke a while ago. My sleep wrap must just connect to Wi-Fi or something. I just It just popped up on my phone. This is awesome. This is fantastic. And this is great news for the New York football giants. It's also really good news, guys, in terms of fantasy football, not just for Waller, but I think also for Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is going to be a very hot draft pick in fantasy football this year because of his legs, and now he has a weapon finally to throw to. So let's just see. Everyone's complaining and whining about the contract and shocked about Daniel Jones' contract. I'm a little shocked as well. However, Daniel, if you're listening to this, get your money, boy. Show us what you are and show us what you can do now that you got a weapon. Show us you're worth this money. And that is going to put a bow on this week's episode, episode 40. I'll be back next week with more uh, fantasy hot takes. There's going to be a lot of movement going on. There's been really no receivers that have gone anywhere just yet, so we have a lot to break down next week, I'm sure. But as always, have a good rest of your week and peace, love, and fantasy football.